What's up? What's up, bro? Nothing much. All right, let's get this thing started, man. First recording, first podcast. Yeah, how's your day, man? It's been pretty good, man. I actually just moved into my new apartment today. That's dope. Yeah, so I'm pretty lit about that. Nice. So did you want to go ahead and introduce the first topic? All right, so the first topic today is going to be on getting started with your first, uh, getting started with your passion, so whatever that is um, that you love to do, and I guess sharing that with other people, and yeah, pretty much, right? Yeah, that sounds good. All right. Yeah, go ahead. All right, so I guess to start off, uh, first question I got for you is, First off, what is your passion, and what, like, how how did you get started in doing it? How long have you been been doing it? Okay, so my passion, I love to capture quality images. So right now, I'm currently a photographer and videographer, and I've been doing it for about four years now. One of my favorite parts about photography and videography is the amount of experiences you get to be a part of that you never really thought you'd get to okay i like that well i actually before the question i should have asked you to introduce yourself so tell us who you are bro oh yeah my name is joshua and i'm out of atlanta georgia born and raised been here my whole life and right now i work as a photographer for concert studio graduation, events, anything you need. Um, and you can find me anywhere at SoSo Visions, S-O-S-O-V-I-S-I-O-N-S, and also SoSoVisions.com. All right. Sounds good, man. Sounds great. All right. So I'll give some brief um, background on myself. I am Joshua Ferrara. Um, you can find me at... I as well. First off, I start my passion. So, I'll say uh, my passion is barbering. So you can find me at Ferrara the artist. F A R A R A, the artist. T H E A R T I S T, and that's on uh, Twitter, Instagram, and that's it so far. So, um, so I started cutting hair when I was twelve ish, and um, I kind of just started taking it seriously maybe two or three years ago, and. Um, it was actually something I never knew that that would I would take as seriously as I do now. So it's really cool to see like the growth I've had within the within the past year, starting to work in the shop. First off, I started cutting at the house, so it's just been cool to see the growth. And um, it it really became a passion, just cutting my own hair and then moving on to cutting friends. And now I have a you know a client base that's that's grown tremendously in the past two years. Or so. And so uh, I guess the biggest thing I like about it, or I would say love about it, is just connecting with people because I deal with so many people on a daily basis. And it's uh, I feel like cutting cutting someone's hair is a very um, uh, intimate, I don't know, maybe a – it's very personal because you're dealing with someone's, um, you know, fashion or their looks or their, you know, anything like that. So I just feel like – it's a it's a very very personable thing to do with someone. So, 
that's why I like it the most because every person is different. Everybody's head is different. Everybody's hair is different. So that, that's where it became a huge passion for me. Yeah. You said you started when you were 12. So how old are you now for people listening? So 10 years deep now, 22. I'll be 23 in November. So, yeah. So I'll say 10 years in the game, kind of, and then two years seriously. Nice. Yeah. So what kind of advice would you have for someone who is trying to start their passion, who doesn't, who might not even know that it's, it could be their passion yet? Uh, for, for me, I would say the best thing to do is just go ahead and start working towards doing whatever you want to do. Sometimes people always talk about, I'm going to start this or I'm going to do this when this is here. But I think right now is the best time to start. And the further you go and the more serious you go within doing what you want to do, everything you need will appear to you at the correct time. That's real. Yeah, I agree with that. I think I think a passion comes from just trying things. Trying things that you like and taking them seriously as you do them. Because when you I think when you try something enough or like when you go through enough things that you do or do not like, then that one thing that you really love is going to stick out. And you're going to always just want to find yourself in that atmosphere. Exactly. And I was listening to a podcast the other day and I saw that it only takes 20 dedicated hours to learn a skill. Mm -hmm. um, so really, if you were to time yourself and actually clock how much time you gave to a certain task, you could learn a lot of things quicker because you're focused on reaching that 20 hour goal. That's real. What, um, you know, what audio that was, um, I think it was a PSI seminar podcast, if I'm correct. Okay. Yep. So if, if anything, we'll, um, uh, we'll try and find that link so that other people can, can look at exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah, what are some obstacles you faced in barbering? Um, obstacles? Oh, man. Um, I think one thing for me was, like, fear. Like, I, I used to be scared to, like, try and cut. Uh, like, so someone would tell me, like, I would tell people that I cut hair. And then when when it came time to actually try and cut their hair, I'd be, I'd be scared. I'll, I'll mess them up. And so being a barber, you like, it's a fact that you're going to mess somebody's head up. Like it, it's oh. a fact. yeah, it's it's a fact, bro. Like if you talk to any barber, I promise you they'll tell you like you're gonna mess some heads up. Mm. Period. So I think that is it. It takes a certain mindset to know like you're gonna fail doing this. So do you? So I feel like that. I feel like that could apply to anything you try. Like even maybe taking pictures. Like you might not. Like you might be taking a picture, you know, and then. Go back and look at it and be like, wow, the lighting on this was not right. Exactly. <laughs> you know, when, I was taking it, when I was taking it, like, I felt like it was a legit picture or it might be a little blurry some places. So, like, I feel like there for, for me and barbering, when I was, like, cutting someone's hair, like, lining them up, I would think it was dope. And then, you know, an hour or two hours later, or maybe even the next day, they hit me up and tell me, oh, bro, you uh, pushed me back here or my line right here isn't it, you know, isn't the way I wanted it. And you're like, dang, I, I did my did my hardest on that. So I think that's the biggest thing for me as far as the obstacle was um dealing with like overcoming those those fears of, of messing someone up. But I think after a certain point that goes away when when you have enough success 
in doing what you love to do. That's good. Yeah. How about how about you? Uh, for me, I would say one of the biggest obstacles I faced was comparing work to other people's and feeling like my work mm-hmm. needs to look a certain way. But yeah. the more I started to do it, um, it was cool to realize everyone has their own certain style. And, why I, okay. and while I could look at another photographer's work and say, oh, that's so dope, like, it would be cool if I could do something like that. They're looking at my work the same way. So it makes me more comfortable that we all appreciate what makes each other unique. Yeah, that's real. Yeah, I think they, I think you can apply that to barbering too, because when you go on social media and you look on Instagram, Twitter, you see all these pictures, like, dang, I might not be, you know, coming up looking like my, my cuts aren't looking like this guy. But you got to put in the, into factor that, you know, his cutting style, his demographic, his clients are just different than yours. Exactly. Yeah, and this is style is is different, and you shouldn't be trying to mimic their style, but do your own thing exactly. and just make it. Look, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's a good, it's good, good right there. Yeah. So if you could go back to the past to twelve year old Josh just starting barbering, <laughs> what would you tell yourself? Hmm. Um. Honestly, if I could go back to twelve-year-old me, I'd have told myself to take it seriously back then. Yeah. Because I didn't, I didn't know like how much potential I had in doing it, or even like how big of the industry it was. And if I would have, if I would have known that back then, if I, yeah, if I would have had myself to tell me or anyone else to tell me like how big it could get, then I would. I would have been like, bro, take this seriously now. So I guess looking at anyone else's industry or something like that, like you got to go 100% in the beginning because that's, that's when the full, like your fullest potential could be, could, could come, come about. Nice. Yeah. But how long have you been, you said four years in? Yeah, I'm four years into photography and videography. Okay, so what would you tell your four-year earlier self? Um, my earlier self, I'd probably tell myself to um, just really just work hard and um, work hard, continue to get better, not to stress about expectations from what I'm doing and that in a few years, you'll see things you never thought you'd see. <laughs> okay. And uh, I just have a quick question. How about, okay, so four years ago, I'm pretty sure you didn't have as much equipment or resources as you do now. How would you tell someone just getting started with um, something they love to do that doesn't have, I guess, all the say if they were doing photography, like they only can afford maybe one camera and it might not be the best one. Like how would you, tell them to overcome starting because they don't have the right stuff? Um, I would say to use whatever you currently have at your disposal. Some people are shooting photos with iPhones and they're coming out great. Um, When I first started, I had a lot older of a camera, but I feel like as soon as I started focusing, little opportunities or situations would present themselves to be able to help me to add on to what I have or to upgrade what I had. 
Um, one of my dream cameras, I finally got it when I became happy with my work with the camera I was currently using. So it's cool to see how, as I felt confident with what I had, I was able to get better things. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I, I can agree with that. Like, when I first started cutting, I was using, like, Walmart filters. And and this was, like, before, like, barbering was huge on YouTube. So you couldn't really look up and see, like, the best clippers to use. So it wasn't until, like, I got to college and I was using certain clippers and the guy cut his older brother cut hair and he told me he was like bro you got to upgrade your clippers and he actually gave me a pair of clippers so nice. the fact that i was like i was so confident with what i had like more like bigger opportunities came and like more knowledge came with that that's dope yeah because i had no idea like what i was using was bad until <laughs> i knew it was bad <laughs> Nice. So other than barbering, are there other things that you're currently juggling with it? And if so, how are you able to properly manage your time? Okay. Yeah. Right now, um, uh, at, alongside of full-time barbering, uh, I'm in school right now. So I'm in my, my last year of school. Uh, I'll be graduating this coming, this upcoming May this year. And so, um, just balancing school and barbering and um, just the idea of graduating with a, I guess, a, a degree and then looking at barbering and just trying to figure out where I want to go with with each one is, is something I'm still, I don't know, thinking or pondering about. So just dealing with that, I'm just kind of going with the flow of things. Um, yeah, pretty much like just just trying to figure out what I love to do the most and just kind of stick on that. And right now I'm veering towards barbering. So, yeah. So right now I'm just juggling school and cutting hair, man. Nice. That's good to hear that it's working out for you. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? Um, For me, I feel like the best way, the way I manage my time is realizing I can't give my time to everything. And okay. by doing so, I like to start my days or weeks off with a clean slate so that I'm very particular about what I'm adding on to what I have to do. Because sometimes you can get ahead of yourself and schedule out weeks ahead to where you're looking at next week, the week before, and you already see you're not getting any rest. Mm, yeah. So pretty much what you're saying is, is it's important to get get some sleep. Yes, exactly. <laughs> sleep is necessary. People, I say they love all these things. Sleep is one of those things I love. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think also uh, with managing time and I guess juggling multiple things, I feel like a lot of people have one thing, like a lot of things that they want to try. So I think in managing time, it's important to set, I guess, goals, like short-term goals for a long-term purpose. Exactly. So usually, like, in the morning, I'll write down, like, my top five to, you know, five to ten things. On average, maybe, like, six or seven things that I want to accomplish that day so that by the end of the week, on a, you know, I'm doing, doing – I'm accomplishing 35 – 35 things that I know are tangible things that I can, you know, keep track of. 
Nice. So would you say writing things down is very important in how you're able to accomplish goals throughout your week? Definitely, because that not only does it apply for Barbara, but the school as well, because that way it, it gives me, a, uh, I guess, like a blueprint of like what I need to accomplish and what I want to accomplish. And then I can categorize those things into um, like daily, monthly, weekly, like that. That way I can keep track of everything that I do and that I want to do. And so when I look back, I can say, OK, in this month, I accomplished uh, what 75% of the things that I wanted to and so next month I have to maybe wake up an extra hour I mean wake up earlier by an hour or go to sleep so I can get you know just just depending on what it is I can adjust accordingly nice yeah so I think in in <laughs> if you love something like enough like you might find yourself distracted by you know getting enough rest so you gotta you gotta just be able to balance it all and that that'll come with with over time you'll you'll be able to master that. Exactly. Yeah. So how many hours of sleep do you usually get? I try to aim for at minimum six. At minimum. Okay. Yeah, I'm the same way I eight would be ideal, but about six is usually where yeah. I end up. Yeah. Cause I you know, it's weird. I, I like look at my sleep schedule and I'm like a very late owl, like a night owl, but I like to get up early. Like I, I appreciate morning times, but I'm a, I'm naturally like a night owl. So what do you mm -hmm. like about the morning? Like when I wake up, I like to go outside. It, it just feels, it just feels nice outside when I go outside. Like the, the air is nice, all that. And I just feel like my day is more productive if I get up early. Nice. I feel the same way. Because if I stay up, if I if I become like a night owl and I stay up, then I feel like I'm cramming things into the night versus being productive throughout the day if I got up earlier. Makes a lot yeah. of sense. Yeah, so I'm like naturally a night owl, but I'm trying to practice to be more of a, a early person because I feel myself more productive throughout the day if I wake up early. Yeah, exactly. I feel like if you start your day off on the right tip, um, the whole day will follow suit and you'll right. have a pretty productive day depending on how you started it out. Exactly. So do you find yourself um, looking at social media first thing when you wake up? Um, Honestly, uh, not social media, but I do check my phone. So like, I'll check if I have like new appointments and okay, okay, I guess I do check social media because if I get likes and all that, I'll definitely look at them. For sure. Do you, do you feel like that hinders you in any way or are you pretty um, easily able to get yourself off of your phone? Um, I'd say I think, I'm, I think I have a good balance to my social media use. And so in the morning, if I'm looking at it, I think it's beneficial for my business if I am actively on social media. Because usually in the morning, I like to plan out my post. So if, I, if I'm if i using it in a certain way, then it's beneficial. But if I get up and I'm, you know, looking at videos on Twitter or Facebook, then I have to tell myself, like, okay, refocus, get your day right. Exactly. Yeah. And you doing photography, do you – do you balance that out well? Because, like, photography and Instagram will go hand in hand. 
Yeah, sometimes. Um, well, I try my best to balance it, but sometimes in the morning I'll find myself, I'll go on Instagram, maybe I got a message about setting up a shoot or so, and then, you know, 20, 30 minutes later, I'm like, wow, I really sat here scrolling on my phone this whole time. And I've realized when I start my mornings like that, my days can usually get pretty hectic. Right. And so uh, going along with with um, like your passion, being it photography, how do you, would you say social media has um, influenced that as far as um, the use of social media on your business? Yeah, definitely has um, influenced it because for me, um, maybe about three or so years ago, I heard how important it is to brand yourself and how you can use social media to make connections, to make money, whatever you want to do. So I was like, I don't like to post myself a lot. So what can I post? Then mm. photography came and that gave me a way to constantly post without necessarily having to post myself. That makes sense. Yeah, I know like with with both photography and barbering, social media is like a ground rule. It's like you gotta have it. Cause as a brand and building it, um everybody wants to see your work. And so if you're not cutting on a con I mean not cutting, but posting on a consistent basis, then people people will lose attention. Exactly. I know people love to see what you're doing and yeah. um, by seeing what you're doing, all types of opportunities can come your way. It's real. And for me, I've been, I have multiple, like two Instagrams really, one like really personal that I put my, you know, put my face on and stuff like that. And I also have the, uh, my barber one. But I've realized that like most clients like to see like you as a person along with your work. So I've been, and I actually see like numbers increasing on my social media when I post myself along with, you know, throughout the mix of things. Exactly. I actually see the same thing. So I've realized that I do need to appear more every now and then. Yeah. Like people, people will like to see the face of the brand that you're building. Exactly. Yeah, well, are there any last-minute comments you would have or takeaways you'd have for any of the listeners? Okay, so last comments I have are just to recap on today's podcast. Um, I'd say for all you guys searching for something that you love to do or something that you want to do, I would just say continue trying things um, because you'll never know if you do or do not like something until you try it. So the best way to find your passion would be to just go try something, especially leadings toward um, what you like or love to do already. So start with what you already like or love and then branch out from there. Because you might love, you know, um, photography, but you never know. Once you pick up the camera record, you might be more into videography. So you never know what could come about from just trying something. So just get out there and try it. Nice. And along with that, if you need any help or tips with anything you want to do, 
I would say go to youtube.com because that was a great help for me in learning all types of photography tips and tricks. And when I would have problems, um, there was plenty of chat rooms, plenty of other photographers all across social media that you can reach out to, including myself. Sounds good, man. Thanks for, thanks for your input on this. Nice doing a podcast with you, bro. All right. Have a good night. All right. You guys have a good one.